Welcome to the Freemasons Podcast, coming to you live from Morningstar Lodge number 47. Leave your aprons at the door, my brothers. Welcome to the Freemasons Podcast with your hosts, Right Worship Brother George Mudry. Worship Brother Joe. And with us tonight, from Triangles in the Eastern Star, Jennifer Wainwright. Hi, Jennifer. Hi. Hello Pleasure. and welcome. Pleasure to have you on with us. And uh, we're going to get into yeah. your, your uh, family and your, the Mason connection that you have, as well as what you do in Eastern Star and Triangles. But first, we got a couple likes. We've got a few likes. We do have a few likes. People like us. They really like us. Who's we? <laughs> okay, so they don't like you so much. All right. So <laughs> we're going to get into um, Craig Ria, Christian Ann Uato, Wardo. Utaro. Utaro. We'll go with that. All right. Um, Christopher Tilly. Triangle. I'm sorry? Mason. Oh, really? Hi, Chris. Oh, these are your people. Oh, nice, nice. Very nice. Uh, Chris Jordan, uh, Jeff Anna Uli. Yes. <laughs> Chano Angelo Rivera, Izzy Ruiz, mm-hmm. and Tony Hendricks. Wow, that's a lot of that's a lot of new likes. That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. And I just want to point out real quick to our new listeners that there is something, there's another layer of this podcast, and it's uh, if you join Patreon oh, for as God. little as $3 a oh, month, again. you get exclusive uh, access to the Patreon recordings, the Discord page, and a shiny gold tone, the Freemasons podcast pin, uh, amongst other things. So just and want I, to throw that out there for our new listeners. I would also like our Discordian listeners to please be on your best behavior. This is a kid-friendly one. Yes. Um, as you can see, Right Worshipful Brother George has a Coca-Cola. Yes. I have a nice mug of coffee here. Yeah. Let's keep it uh, Let's keep it civil and kid-friendly. Let's go uh, PG. 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 Even a, PG. Little, a little towards the G side. Yes. More toward the G side. Certainly not the PG-13 or <laughs> above. <laughs> So. so let's toast them to our new likes. Brother, right hand to arms. To arms. Ready. Ready. Aim. Aim. Fire, good fire, fire all. Together, brothers and ladies. Vivat, vivat, vivat. Thank you very much, all awesome. of you. All right, Miss Jennifer, let's get into it. Um, what, uh, so you... Got your tie with Freemasonry through your family, correct? Yes, I do. And uh, which family members were uh, Freemasons of yours? Um, Freemasonry goes back in my family. It goes deep in your family. And what's one of the memories you remember about Freemasons? Going to lodges or anything along those lines? Um, some of my earliest memories are from 
being in a Masonic Lodge. Mm. I grew up in those buildings. Right. I remember running through collation rooms with my sister. I remember specifically the lodge in Huntington and their um, yellow stucco, stucco glitter walls that they used to have. <laughs> I remember sitting on the checkered tiles at a holiday party waiting for Santa to come in off the fire escape. Um, a lot of my earliest memories are at Masonic functions. Very cool. Very cool. So as you got older, you obviously, I mean, I didn't, you know, you couldn't be a Mason, but you got involved in Eastern Star. So maybe you can give kind of a little synopsis of what Eastern Star is and what they do. I mean, obviously, pending, you know, you have probably the same rules and regulations we do about what we can and cannot say. But maybe you can kind of talk about what Eastern Star is and what they do. Okay. Well, I joined um, Eastern Star after having been in Triangle. Mm. Um, I joined Triangle first. But I did join Eastern Star on my 18th birthday, mm. right around my 18th birthday. And I held two offices initially. I was Ada and Ruth. Mm -hmm. And I haven't been as active. It's just, it's, it's been a little bit difficult to balance everything and get out to Eastern Star meetings, but I've done what I can mm -hmm. to help with you know, fundraisers and different events. Mm -hmm. um, Eastern Star is just one of the appellate bodies, concordant mm -hmm. bodies, excuse me, of masonry. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. it's one of the more well-men's groups. Mm -hmm. There are several. There's the Amaranth. There's... Daughters of the Nile, there's, the Nile. there's so many different ones. But Eastern Star is the most well-known and most, I believe, the most widely known one. Mm. So here in Connecticut, we have Rainbow Girls. But in New York, you guys have Triangles, and you're part of that. So what, uh, what are the ages? Like, How do you get into Triangles, and, and what do they do? Okay, well, we do have Rainbow here mm -hmm. in New York as well. Oh, no kidding, okay. The organization... Yes, we do. The, um, the Organization of Triangles was founded in 1927. It was first conceived in 1925 by our founder, Rosie Shear, mm -hmm. who presented the idea for an organization that would help grow membership in the organization, uh, the Order of Eastern Star, and sort of train the daughters of these women to become members of that organization. So the first charters were handed out in 1920, and since then, the definition of a finer American womanhood several times. Mm -hmm. So at the point right now, women have come so far, mm -hmm. and the generation right now has never been a time where a woman... So what we are striving to do is empower our members. They truly organization. It's theirs. The adults stand back and just facilitate and on the legal side of it and signing the contracts and helping them plan everything. They organize everything. They run their own meetings. We seek out different opportunities that they're interested in. Our organization is founded on three main tenets, things that we really work so much more to it. The, the leadership skills, the community service. We do have a ritual that we follow, much like you do. We have floor work, um, the Bible and the altar. Um, so a lot of what we do, being that we are like the values and what we teach is very similar to the things that make you want to be Mason. Right. And that's actually, it's, it's a really good thing to have that because I think one of the things we can all agree on, whether it be 
Freemasons or Eastern Star or Organization of the Triangles that there's certain tenets of those organizations that are universal. And especially, you know, in, in today's day and age where in, you, there's not a lot of resources out there that teach the type of tenets that all these organizations teach. And, you know, while none of them are religions, um, you know, there is a certain faith-based mm-hmm. portion of it that it's just not a real popular thing in society these days. People have kind of turned away from it. So any organization that can take those tenets, you know, and not only teach them to young men and mm-hmm. old men like me, but also young women to give them that foundation for life. It's, it's mm-hmm. just an absolutely, yeah. it's a beautiful thing. It's a, it's a great thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it shouldn't be exclusive. These like these are, are tenets that should be universal and shared with everyone. Absolutely. So does triangles have like a similar to Masons where they have a grand lodge or a grand body that oversees? Have a, a junior and a senior council. Mm-hmm. So each year I happen to be the senior advisor of the Suffolk district. Okay. So have a state treasurer, a state director, a state deputy, deputy state director, excuse me. Mm-hmm. And we have junior, which is the girls. So we don't necessarily have like a, we do have a, a council that helps um, everything and sort of make sure that the members are being given the opportunities that they want and that in being innovative, they're, you know, the constitution. Right. So that's sort of our role. It's not to, it's really just to guide. Right. So there is an overseeing body, though, that kind of oversees everything. Yeah. Very cool. So, Jen, I've got a question for you. And actually, it's coming from one of our listeners, worshipful brother, Joseph Schultz. Uh, and, he, he, and he asked, please ask our esteemed guest if there are any plans to obtain interest of the youth. Now, mm-hmm. that's, that's one of the things that Freemasonry is struggling with right now is trying to get um, the, the youth involved and interested in Freemasonry. So what types of things are the Organization of Triangles doing to... to kind of make themselves known um, to the young women and young girls out there and, and kind of let them know that there is a path for them. What, what types of things are you doing to promote your organization? We've been trying a lot of different things. As times have changed, we've had to change with them. Social media has been a big push for us. If you haven't already, go look for the Organization of Triangles Incorporated Facebook page, Instagram page. Um, my, my district, Suffolk District, has very active social media as well. Uh, we have our website that we'll direct people to. But a lot of it is really going out in public and being seen and showing what it is that we're doing. Um, it, it, it is unfortunate that we're a little bit lesser known, mm-hmm. but I think we've also not made such a big push to get out there. Right. And that's what we're doing now. We're, we're trying to find new ways to be seen and to be understood because there seems to be a lot of um, misunderstanding about what our organization is, that it's outdated. Um, even our Masonic family doesn't necessarily see the value. And that's something we're really, really trying to start pushing is to get our own Masonic family as well as the public to see the amazing things, the unique opportunity mm-hmm. that this organization really is and what it can teach their daughters and what it can do for them. And I th- and I th- and it, that's a great thing that a point that you bring up because I think one of the things that um, you have an opportunity for is you know in the last year or so you've seen 
the acceptance of young girls into the what was then known as the Boy Scouts. It's now mm-hmm. Scouting. Yep. Mm-hmm. I think it's Scouting America BSA. Scouts of America. Scouts yep. of America BSA. Mm-hmm. Because there were certain tenets in Boy Scouting that were still valuable for young girls, but it wasn't being taught in the Girl Scouts. And this is based on what I've read. Please, I don't, I don't want hate mail or anything like that. But there are certain moral values and tenets that are universal that should be taught to young women um, that other organizations don't seem to be providing. So I think it's, it's fantastic that you have this organization that can kind of fill that gap because clearly based on what I've been seeing in, I'm sorry, Scouts of America, Scouting America. Scouts of America. Scouts of America, BSA, they took an opportunity to kind of fill that need um, so clearly yeah. the demand is there. Um, so there's, yeah. there's a tremendous opportunity for your organization. So Another a- thing that we have implemented is our Rosebud program, which is named after our founder, Rosie Shear. Mm-hmm. And that is for younger girls who are ages 5 to 10. So for our younger ones who are interested in getting involved, they can be Rosebuds and they get to participate in events, do workshops, and, and sort of stay involved. And one of the things that we've discovered for the chapters that have active Rosebud program is that 100% of their Rosebuds go on to be members because when we're bringing in older members, a lot of them are saying, we just don't have time. I have sports, I have clubs, I have this, I have that. And trying to fit another organization into their life has been hard. But when we get them younger and get them involved and they're excited and they want to be a part of this, when they get to 10 years old and they can join, they're going to form their life around something that they already have. So, as I said, the the, tri- the chapters that have Rosebud programs have had every single one of their girls go on to become full-time members. And I don't think I mentioned, but the, the age for membership is 10 to 21. 10 oh, to okay. 21, okay. Thank you, thank you. Um, so, uh, Worship Brother Greg Schultz asks, uh, why are... Why are they triangles? Which which does it? What does it represent? Or what does each side represent? Is there is that part of ritual where you can tell them to be shh? Or <laughs> um, no, not at all. It's um, we have three duties: the duty to God, duty to others, and our duty to ourselves. So, um, um, so three points. So well, that's where the, if, uh, the triangle came from. If cool. we weren't being on a PG episode, I would have called Greg something. <laughs> Something in relation to, to not mind. being smart. Yes. Yes. Uh, no, I actually didn't know that either. That's very cool. Um, so, what are some of the charity events that you guys do as Triangles, or even Eastern Star that you're you're part of as well? Like whatever. Uh, like w- what are different um, community service things that you do? Uh, we have quite a bit of volunteer work at the VA hospital. Um, mm-hmm. We volunteer there quite a bit. We've volunteered veterans organizations and participated in their events. Sort of across the state, every chapter and every district, different things that they participated with. I know chapters of states have helped out with this, and um, charity, and very often it's a local charity. So animal shelters or home. There's a chapter in Baldwin, New York, that um, collected shoes and sent them to. Can't remember who sent them to. It was in Africa, so that the young girls were allowed to go to school unless they own a pair of shoes. So they collect hundred pairs of shoes to donate. They also did a clothing at the um, domestic violence shelter next. So every chapter sort of has their own 
thing that I reached out to do. So got another question here, uh, and I don't, I'm not sure what this means. And again, I have to admit that I'm not uh, very savvy with the appending bodies uh, of Eastern Star, Amaranth, uh, Rainbow, and it's kind of naive of me. I should, probably should know more about them, but uh, I don't, unfortunately. But uh, Worship Mother Greg Schultz say, says, uh, do they compete with jobs i'm assuming that's an acronym j-o-b-s jobs daughters jobs. of jobs i believe jobs. is one jobs. of the appendant bodies or similar to eastern star a portion of the eastern star um jobs daughters is um girls youth organization that we don't have here in, um they really are more down south and west okay okay in new york it's just rainbow and trying <clears throat> and no it's competition we we all serve the same purpose we want and build them into leaders and build mm -hmm. them into successful women mm -hmm. really not a competition we both have the same goal mm -hmm. just two different organizations right and he he very well could have meant uh do they complete with jobs no uh, i think he meant compete compete like, okay like do they are they competing for the same demographic in Ooh. essence oh gotcha okay uh, all right that's yeah how i, I took it i mean you could say maybe it's just it's the same age group, mm. but really along with location. Um, if there's a rainbow, you're really going to join that rainbow. If there's a triangle in your town, you'll probably join a triangle. If right. Family associated with one. That's so. It's not that we're competing. It's it happens to be the same age pulling from, but it's it's not that we're competing type thing at all. Right. Okay. And I would think that it's one of those things where. You know, I, I can tell you, obviously, I'm biased towards Freemasonry, and I think that's a great organization. Mm -hmm. But if somebody were to join the Knights of Columbus mm -hmm. or join the Rotary, mm -hmm. like while there's not a lot, there's a lot of differences, mm -hmm. but there are some commonalities there. Right. And you're like, okay, it's, it's for the betterment of the person. It's uh, doing charity work. There's right. certain crossover tenets there where... You know, you might be a member of multiple organizations. You might right. be in Knights of Columbus and a Freemason. Right. I was just going to say, yeah. Um, or you could be part of the Rotary and the Freemasons or, or any combination of that. And, um, you know, it, it's really about bettering society. Mm -hmm. and, and, we, and we do hear that a lot, too. We hear a lot of, well, that or why one and not the other. And it really doesn't need to be that one. Right. Mm -hmm. All members say, yeah, there's no reason you can't do both and one over the other we both have the same goal ultimately. These right. young women and make them successful and give them the tools of leaders and successful in school and in life and to take on whatever career show them that it's possible. And to a certain extent I think it would be really good for each organization to embrace each other, knowing that there's a common goal and knowing that there's a, a lot in common that you would you would hope to see more cross pollination and more cooperation between the organizations because I think ultimately they have the same goal uh, and if they can yes. get more people to reach that goal mm -hmm. collectively versus separately right. that's that's better for everybody so a miss mrs. Uh, Deborah Wainwright Skullbaum says we are all sisters of the, did that's I say that sister. that's your sister I was gonna ask if did I say that right <laughs> Uh, I'm terrible with the last name, so he is. I can vouch for that. Um, I'm terrible with them. So uh, let's see here. So we're just looking through some of the comments here as we're uh, we're going through here. A lot of people are giving you their greetings and, uh -huh. and saying hello. 
Um, they're all being very well behaved, which yes. I'm, I'm very well kind of feeling like a proud father right now. Um, <laughs> stepfather, maybe probably a stepfather, but, um, you know, it's, you know, they're all saying, uh, hello. And seems like everybody's in embracing what you have to say. Cause again, it's, it's not different. Right. It, it's similar tenets. It's a similar philosophy. It's similar, you know, whether you want to call it dogma or, or, or whatever. Um, we're all trying to, mm-hmm. we're all trying to accomplish the same thing. Yeah. So we've noticed a dip in the Freemason numbers. Are you seeing the same thing over with you? Um, unfortunately, yes. Yeah. It's been a struggle just as much as it has been for you. Mm-hmm. Like with you, have some chapters that are thriving and some chapters. Um, Lodge-wise, I know there's a chapter right here in Huntington that has so many people want to join, but then there's other lodges on the verge of folding because they can't afford to keep their lodge or they just don't have enough members. We have considered a couple different options, so it is something that we see and, we have, and we're trying to figure out our own ways, what can we do? And again, that goes back to a lot of different campaigns, different ways that we can market the organization, because I said a lot of our problems seems to be misconceptions or people not standing what it is that we do. Right. Um, we do wear gowns to our meeting. Chapter is the queen. She has a crown. So a lot of poise and posture and, and how to dress you. And it's that side of it. Sometimes people don't necessarily understand what's going on and what the purpose is. The... The other side of it, with encouraging seeing um, the the school readiness chip skills and and seeing that little ten year old you know scared to get out from behind her father's knee, and they be the girl that's out in the front writing and and leading the way. Right. I, I think a lot of it comes down to marketing and misconceptions. And right. very unfortunately, in society of what masonry is and what we see in movies, I think oh, yeah. stick a little over as we do. Yes, movies and YouTube, my yes, two absolutely. favorite things. But kind of speaking of <laughs> movies and like things that I've seen, actually a TV show that I saw called, I believe it's um, Turned or Turned. It's um, net. Well, it was on AMC or one of those shows, and it's a um, story of the American Revolution. Oh and yes, the, the yes, Culpeper yes, yes. Ring. Mm-hmm. No, there. the the Culper Ring. Culper Ring. My apologies. No, and, the guy's name was Culpeper. Oh, sorry, okay. Continue. Um, and Jen, you keep mentioning Huntington. I'm assuming you're talking Huntington, Long Island, which sorry, yes, Hunting, yep. And the the Culper Ring actually, you know, between Connecticut and, and across the Sound to Long Island, mm-hmm. played a huge part. Um, and like the the main one of the main spies, quote unquote, mm-hmm. um, was actually a female on Long yes. Island that would actually send signals back and forth. Mm-hmm. By the way that she hung the laundry. Yes. Um, so there's a little fun little Long Island uh, yeah. Masonic and, and revolutionary connection there. So that's pretty cool. So I have to do one thing. Uh oh. All right. And I am I'm, I in trouble. We're, we're behaving. I swear to God, am I in we're trouble? behaving. Um, Damn it! I knew HR was going to get me in trouble. No, there. no, we're behaving. Oh, okay. But and I know the see. There's the best part about this episode being PG is because there can be no fire back, right? Because all the Masons agreed on their oath that they're not they're going to behave, right? Right, right. Who won that war? Oh, the Americans. The Americans. Okay, just oh, yeah. need to throw that out there. Oh yeah. No, they they. <laughs> it's absolutely. We have a lot of British listeners that we like picking on, so uh, I get my shots where I can. <laughs> but the other thing that I wanted to point out, it's funny because I actually had this conversation the other day with a friend of mine and you know, one of the things that I 
you know, when you talk about Freemasonry and organizations like the Organization of the Triangles, what their place is in modern society, this mm-hmm. this group of youth that we have coming up don't understand basic things like how to have a telephone conversation, mm-hmm. how to greet somebody in person. Correct. Um, because they're so tied into their phones, everything is electronic, everything's texting, as we have witnesses of... <laughs> Two generations over there doing that. Um, but it's cool. I mean, that's society. That's where we are. But I think there are things that we can teach that they're not going to find anywhere else. And, and the reason why I bring that up is one of the things I was taught by a friend of mine, a manager of mine, when I worked at a, a particular company that I won't mention because I hate them now. Um, but one of the things that she taught me and was actually extremely valuable in business and just in society in general was how to shake a woman's hand. Mm. Men are very uncomfortable, most men, mm-hmm. shaking a woman's hand. They end up doing like that limp, you know, <laughs> dead fish thing. Mm-hmm. But it, it's, it's a very basic thing that I think we should teach our young men and young women mm-hmm. the power of that handshake, the power of that first interaction. And that's where really I, I see our places, you know, whether it be Malay. Mm-hmm. Organization of the Triangles, Rainbow Girls. We need to teach our youth those basic skills to us, which which seem like second nature that this current generation just doesn't understand. Um, so that's why I think that the, I think those are the important things that organizations like this exist. So we don't lose touch of those basic things. We don't lose touch of those important things, those values to which society has been so much benefited. Nice. I see what you did there. I think that's one of the great things about our organization is because we really do emphasize the importance of that kind of interaction Mm. and helping our girls understand the power that they have and teaching them how to walk into a room and command that room and demand attention. And as you said, that handshake, that confidence is something that we start instilling in our girls at 10 years old when they join. The first time they have to take an office on the floor, they're learning ritual work. They're learning how to speak clearly. They're learning how to project their voice so that they can be heard on the other side of the room. And as you said, those things are so crucial and they're so overlooked. And And it, it is really, really important. And it's one of the unique things that our organization is able to do. And it's extremely valuable. You know, there's that old adage, you never get a second chance to make a first impression. And just, you know, let, let's be honest. Let's talk about society. Mm. Um, you know, it's clearly uh, much better now than it was when I was a kid. I work for a company who the, the CEO is a female and was rated the top CEO by Fortune magazine this year. Mm-hmm. That's a relatively new thing. Yeah. And a lot of women in business or in a lot of aspects of society are in a perceived, by a lot of people, disadvantage. Right. So making it an equal playing field and giving them the skills where they can walk in with that confidence and they can <sighs> command that attention, right. um, it's extremely important. I have a, a daughter who uh, is in a, in a STEM field, um, which is science, technology, engineering, and mathematics. And... And giving them that type of skill set and understanding that is extremely valuable. Um, 
so I, again, I'm not trying to come off as being like sexist or chauvinist or anything, but it's the reality of society mm. and anything that we can do for young girls okay. and young women to make it more of a level playing field is just extremely valuable. Right. So um, your sister, uh, Jen, says, uh, sorry, somebody with a motorcycle is going by riding their lawnmower up the road or something. Uh, we are unfortunately only in New York. Uh, we have a state council comprised of supervisors and youth. So uh, worship brother Greg Schultz asked, and he kind of piggybacked what I was going to say. Are there any plans to expand the triangles to like other states or uh, you just want to stay in New York? No, I, I, I think before we could ever consider, I mean, it would be wonderful. Of course, we would love to spread triangle wherever we could. I think realistically, we need to handle what we have now. Um, we're working on rebuilding our chapters. We're working mm -hmm. on um, branding and marketing and doing whatever we can to bring in members here. Right, um, right now, we're moving a chapter that's been struggling and has been, again, back to Huntington, um, a chapter that merged with the Huntington chapter because mm -hmm. they, they almost fell apart. We're moving them out to Riverhead and it's a whole new beginning out there and a whole new group. There's never been a chapter out that far on the Island. Right. So I think we have a lot of work to do here mm -hmm. before we can really consider expanding there. Right. But we've been asked that a lot. Yeah. It's, it's not an off question. It's something we've heard. But you definitely, you got to circle the wagons for a little bit until you get it all kind of, get a grip around it because you know uh we have the same similar situation with our york right in in the state where we're losing membership and uh we're trying to bring a chapter here but you have other chapters that are they're they're not doing very well they got you know uh real lack of membership and they're talking about closing their doors so you know you have to kind of consolidate and, mm -hmm. and fix what's going on before you start you know building other outside of you know outside of the state and everything all right i just want to just give a quick sh just want to give a quick shout out to a you'll like this joe this oh. came from a uh, michael Saubra. good day brother i'm watching from lebanon beirut city wow. delta grand lodge number one we've never had anybody in lebanon How no cool we have not that? had anybody in lebanon that's very <laughs> cool welcome brother <clears throat> Yeah, we got quite a few. I'm glad that we're getting like Lebanon. And what was the other one we had the other day? Indonesia? No, it wasn't Indonesia. <laughs> it was, <somebody> <laughs> it was uh, the Philippines, right? Yes, it was the Philippines. Yeah, we, have to, to we have to offset the Aussies and the Brits at some point because like, they're getting a little unruly. But So what do you? what is your next step as a triangle? What, uh, what are you looking for in the future? Things, programs you're planning on building membership and or just getting awareness out of what triangles are and what they do? Well, I think with everything going on right now, we've really been pushed in a direction that we've we've talked about. Mm -hmm. And now we've sort of thrown to the wolves and we have to adapt. Right. So we've been looking a lot at social media and different things we can do, trying to evaluate where the girls are. They're not on Facebook. They're right. on Instagram. They're on Snapchat. They're on TikTok. So we're really looking at ways that we can utilize those platforms to really keep our girls that we currently have active and involved, especially during this time. But then into the future when all of this is over, how can we keep that and how can we use those platforms to bring in new members and really um, market our organization 
correctly and show that we're not just crowns and gowns, which unfortunately right. has been the perception that we mm -hmm. are producing leaders. We're producing these powerful young women who are going off to college, who are going into any career you can think of. They're going into the STEM fields. They're going into law. They're going into broadcasting. And right. we're giving them the tools to get there. Right. So I, I think what we're really doing moving forward in terms of gaining membership is really going to be changing perceptions and, and a, a lot of innovative marketing. Right. And that's actually, you know, that's, that's something that needs to go on a t-shirt or a bumper sticker if it isn't already that not just crowns and gowns. I love yeah, that. You I, I love that. that. There you go. Marking that if you, <laughs> if you can, because that's, that's freaking awesome. And uh, Joe pointed at me before with a smile on his face. Cause he knows my hatred for TikTok. as I'm sitting over here. And my daughter, as I pointed over here before she's over there, uh, melting her phone down to the ground, probably on TikTok. Right, twenty, yeah, percent. Yeah, she's on TikTok. So. Yeah, but you know, but TikTok—it's—it's it's one of those things where you oh, need to adapt. And I know you're not okay with this, but you need to adapt to this. I'm on TikTok. TikTok at Fat Brad Pitt. If anybody wants to know, at Fat Brad Pitt. At Fat Brad Pitt. That's my TikTok handle. Um, but it, it's out there, and that's you know, it's marketing. It's, it's how you reach what? Who's laughing over there? Um, but no, but it, those are the things if you have to, we're not in a day and age now where people are going to seek us out unless we make ourselves available right. and getting on platforms like TikTok, where every teenage girl is on TikTok, right? And my mm -hmm. niece has introduced myself to it. Mm -hmm. And, um, it's just, that's, that's where we are in society. So kudos to you for recognizing that. Yeah, no, it it definitely is. Uh, it's very smart of you to to recognize that and to get involved on platforms that are uh, that kids are paying attention to. And a lot of it's been working with the other organizations as well, working with Himalay, working with Rainbow. Um, right now, in the midst of this, we are doing virtual field trips with the International Order of Rainbow. Oh, Our cool. entire organization today went to Disneyland in California together and road virtual rides by watching the live feeds together so it's it's really just a matter of finding those things that we can do not just for ourselves but to help boost up each other as cool and what masonic youth really is that's really cool that is really cool i, I never I, I would have never thought about that and that, you know, that's, and that's a great opportunity since you're out on long island to, to get to that part of long island where the the culper ring was and show them well, that it's not just the the dead old guys on the on our currency that were responsible for the american revolution <laughs> there were women that played a, an important part to that yeah. um, a very in, yeah. integral part of that and you know it's, it's probably like right around the corner from where you are so yeah. Yeah. i have a question what uh what kind of role do masons play in the triangle in triangles excuse me uh do you have an act, in the, active role of Masons that, that show up to meetings and or help out in events and stuff like that? And if so, or if not, are they able to? Um, at, at the moment, yes. It's typically a parent. Um, right now, Izzy, if he's still listening, he's one of our supervisors because his daughter, Alana, is a member. Um, okay, cool. We have, up until recently, had a position called a Masonic Supervisor. But this past convention, we made a, a lot of constitutional changes, and mm -hmm. they decided to lump all the supervisors together into one title. Okay. So in terms of adult leadership in the organization, a Mason could step in and say, I, I'd like to be an advisor, and we would welcome it, absolutely. 
In fact, to be in the closed meetings, you have to be a member of a lodge. You have to be a master mason. You have okay. to be a member of Eastern Star Amaranth. Or you have to be the parent of a girl who has taken an obligation. Um, the only thing is that we do have um, child protection in place. So there are background checks, and we're starting to implement some different training programs and whatnot for any of the adults that are going to be involved with our youth in terms of being in a meeting or at an event with them or transporting them to other events. So that that is something. But there, we would absolutely love to have Masons out at every single one of our meetings, every single one of our events. They are welcome to. Very cool. Uh, parades. Do parades? All that? I know Masons do parades. Yes. I didn't know if... Yes, uh, we do. Very cool. We, <laughs> Big we um, actually, we, um, one of the chapters down here has their queen right on the back of a convertible that's driven by one of the Masons. He volunteers his Mustang quite often for us, so she can ride on the back of the convertible while the girls walk. But we do participate in, in several... Um, there was a chapter actually was scheduled today to walk in a women's suffrage parade on the island that unfortunately was canceled. But they, mm. they do participate in a lot of events, especially the firemen's fairs. When those come around, we're in a lot of those. So you'll see us in parades. Very cool. Where's your brother Joe? Yes, sir. You got anything? No, I think I've asked all the questions that I had and, you know, just kudos to the organization and what you're doing for young girls and young women as a father of a 19 year old in college i can really appreciate what uh what they're doing and, and what they're trying to accomplish and have my full support very cool um you have one question here from uh worship brother greg schultz does triangle have like a summer camp thing um, we, we do a biennial convention. Mm -hmm. So every other year we have our state convention. Mm -hmm. Um, it, this past year it was in Albany and it was wonderful. So all the triangles from across the state get together and we have this incredible weekend and we install our state officers and on the off year, we, which would be this year, we have leadership weekend, which is a camping weekend in Old Forge. And it's an incredible thing. We rent out a ton of cabins. The girls are camping. They're doing um, workshops. The theme this year is The Greatest Showman. So they're doing a lot of workshops about finding what it is about yourself that's unique and embracing it and sharing it. We take a trip out to the water park that's right there, Enchanted Forest. Um, we have different different work events. They play games. They do scavenger hunts, campfires. This year we're bringing... Um, telescopes so we can look at the at the stars because a, a lot of especially the downstate girls mm -hmm. haven't really actually seen what the sky looks like when there's highways around right right, so right. our leadership weekend is a that's very cool yeah no that's that's mm -hmm. awesome that you're exposing them to to those sorts of things and they can experience these things and you know, fantastic i just think i can't say enough how great it and is what you're doing that is another way that the Masons can get involved is through sponsorship. We do have an ad journal for these events. And this year for Leadership Weekend, we are offering an opportunity for um, lodges to sponsor cabins. So oh, cool. that information will be put out. If you're interested, I can send that to you as well. All right, Discordians, you heard the lady. <laughs> yeah, shoot that over to us, email it to us, or uh, shoot it to us in Messenger or text or whatever the case may be. Yeah. You could send that to uh, Brother Rafferty, who I know you've been in touch with. And uh, we'll take a look at that, and we'll uh, pump it out there for you. Absolutely. Um, Thank you. 
So uh, before we close up here, any other uh, any plugs you want to add? Any plugs uh, for events? Anything? Any upcoming events? Yeah, anything like that. Uh, events? Anything of that na- uh, nature? Just um, keep an eye out. Follow the organization of Triangles on Facebook and Instagram. I think I sent both of the links to James, but I can share them with you as well. Yeah, no, do a lot. Follow us on social media. Find our website and just keep up with what we're doing and look for opportunities to jump in and help. There's always something that needs to be done, whether it's sponsorship or funding or just having you there in the room because it means so much more to the girls when they have a room full of people. It just makes it mean so much more. When we have a meeting and it's just their parents, it's one thing. But when we have guests on the sidelines really watching and seeing what they're doing, it makes such a difference to them to feel like what they're doing has meaning and that they're appreciated. Well, Jen, I want to thank you for, for being on and being a guest and uh, telling us about triangles and informing me because I had no idea what triangles were uh, when, when you first started popping on the live feed. I had no idea what triangles were, so I learned a lot today. And uh, Mr. TikTok's over here. Oh, and say, um, say hi to Ron for me next week when he's on. He's a member of the Lodge in Huntington, so I know him very well. Oh, very cool. Will do. Definitely. Yes. Very cool. Um, all right, so uh, we're gonna let you go, John. We're gonna uh, uh, we're gonna wrap yeah. up at the end here. I'll make sure that all the uh, the the troublemakers still remain uh, civil. It's funny though, like, and I'll be honest, before we hang up and everything. So we have so we have our Discord page. Joe plugs it every five minutes, and we can I can tell who are on Discord, and they remind me of like that dog that's trying to get out of the cage. Yes, they're like rattling the cage right now because they're taking little subtle shots at each other. Yeah, <laughs> but they're behaving though. I got to give them credit. It's like if you've ever seen like sled dogs before they get harnessed up, like they have a job. Yes. They want it. They're jumping. They're crazy. <laughs> they just want to freaking get the harness on and run. Right. Like, I've, right. I've been up in Lake Placid. They've got the sled dogs right out on the lake, and it's really cool. But they're so freaking anxious before yeah. they start running. Right. And, yeah, that's <laughs> that's what these guys are like right now. And if you want to be a part of that. <laughs> Do uh, it after we hang up. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead, Jen. Go ahead. Jen, thank you very much. Thank we you, We appreciate you coming on, and uh, we'll be in touch, and uh, nice to talk to you. You too. Anytime you want me back, I'd love to. Thank you. You got thank it. Thank you. you. Thank you. Bye-bye. And we have let Miss Jen go. I'm going to uh, adjust our screen here. So while you're doing that, I'm just going to yeah. throw out there. Not a, it's not a shameless Patreon plug, which you can join for as little as $3 a month and get a lot of good benefits. I won't do that right now. But what I want to say is, you know, you're, you're messing with um, the feed here and the, the pictures and the aspect ratio and things like that. And, you know, to, to our listeners, I don't know how much longer we're actually going to be allowed um, to get together in person. I know Right Worshipful Brother George mm-hmm. and I are going to come up here as long as we're not going to get arrested um, for doing so. But 8 o'clock tomorrow night, an order goes into uh, mm. effect in Connecticut that, in essence, stay at home or, or whatever they're calling it. But we are committed to continuing to bring you content, whether it be through Skype, whether it be through mm-hmm. some type of remote feed. We're still going to be trying to do that. Bear with us uh, while we figure out some of this technology because none of us actually planned on it. Otherwise, we wouldn't have been hardwired internet like a week ago. Um, but, you know, work with us. Be patient. And so what we exactly? We're going to provide content for you. What exactly are they doing now? Like, what would, like, I, again, I, I, 
are they are they shutting down like where you can't drive anywhere? What like it's, what are we talking about here? It's like a step below, a step or two below martial law, is what they're saying. So if you're considered not very con- 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 constitutional. constitutional, no, it's not. Which I think you're going to have some issues there. I'll be honest with you. I've over the last forty eight hours, I've been in Connecticut, New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Ohio, and back, and Ohio. In Pennsylvania, and I think even New York are under this stay-at-home edict. or what? I know I'm screwing up the terminology on it, but those in those states will understand what I mean. But I can tell you, it's not this walking dead, apocalyptic ghost town that you would see. Um, state of Ohio is shut down. Mm-hmm. But every time I went out, 20, 30 cars around me, people doing right. their thing, people are supporting local businesses and getting their takeout food and things like that. So it's not like it's completely like when you when we have a blizzard and there's a state of emergency and there's nobody out there. Mm-hmm. It's not like that. It's not like that. However, you know, I, but here's my thing. I'm going. I, mean, I don't know what the state of Connecticut's going to do, but if they, that's what they're going to do, like I'm going from my house to here. Right. Try and stop me. Well, agree. and that's where I'm at. And that's where a lot of I have that same opinion. Join or die. I have that same opinion of you. That was really good. Um, I knew that. My trip here is a little further than yours. That came out good. Um, but, you know, for those of you that have seen that meme out there with the guy sitting at a desk at like a college, college campus and it's you fill in the blank on the topic and it says, yes. prove me wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, Change my mind. I'm, a, I'm, a central, I'm an essential employee. We're providing an essential service to our listeners. Prove me wrong. Prove me wrong. <sighs> Again, I, I, I get what they're trying to do. Okay, I but get it. it's not like I'm walking down the street licking all the freaking light posts out there. Like you know, like, not again. No, not again. No. Um, but but realistically, I'm coming up here, and you're gonna tell me I can't drive from Naugatuck to Seymour to come up in a place where I'm gonna be pretty much virtually by myself anyway, right. or with one other person. Less than ten. Less than ten. Less than ten. Right. We're following the rules. I don't know. And uh, you know, it, but but that being said, yeah, you know, I don't want to minimize what's going on. I don't want to. Right, no, no. Anybody who's not comfortable um, and doesn't want to come out, hey, that's that's cool. That's your right. As much as we, you, and I have the right Right. to assemble Mm. here and do our thing, if somebody chooses the opposite, that's well within their right too. God bless you. Do your do what you think is right. Well, regardless of what we're talking about, uh, we'll we'll wrap this up. Um, But number one. We're still going to be bringing content to you guys, and depending on what this wonderful state decides to do, um, we'll be bringing it one way or another. That's one. Number two, I learned a lot today. I had no idea what triangles were. Yeah. Uh, that was very informative, and that was perfect. So we had a little bit of issue with the Skype call, but again, like you said, um, it's probably just from the mass flow of people using uh, bandwidth and Wi-Fi's absolutely, and, and just absolutely. internet in general because of this. So, uh, but yeah, these these systems weren't set up much like a lot of our current highways weren't. Right. They were designed when each family had one car, uh-huh. maybe two. Now families have two or three, sometimes four. Right. Um, the internet wasn't set up for this kind of traffic. Right. No. And right now it's at an all-time high. So we're going to experience some of those things, but uh-huh. it's not us. It's it's just what we're dealing with right now and. Be patient with us, and we're still going to pump out 
quality content for wow. you. And on top of that, I'm, I'm perfecting the Skype calls and all that stuff yeah. where I've now got it where it's in a live stream and everything, something that I didn't know how to do a couple of weeks ago. And right. so I've been learning as I go. Oh. Oh. What? Yeah. Oh. Hats off to you, sir. To me. We pulled some gangster stuff today. You want to talk about it? Talk. About I'll tell a little bit, but it's not about me. It's about the podcast and it's about the brothers coming together. And it's about being Masons and doing what Masons do. Uh-huh. Um, so I, I think I alluded to it earlier in the conversation where um, we had an emergency installation of the Grandmaster of Connecticut today. Go ahead. Go ahead. Get it out. I have to. I, you know you Schultz, have to because I'm going to crack up. George has okay. no idea what triangles are. He never made it past circles in school. <laughs> Well played. Well played. Uh, thank you for at least being polite about it. I would say it's more of an oval because you can't pull off a perfect circle. Right. Well, unless so, there's some other kind of... Never mind. I'm not going to go there. Continue. Grand Lodge is watching us now. Yes. Um, Grand Lodge is watching us. So, Tell them why. Um, I'll be right back. Yeah, go ahead. You do your thing. So, again, it's not about me. It's, it's the podcast. It's being a mason. It's being a good brother. Um we had an emergency installation today because with the shutdown coming in Connecticut tomorrow at 8 p.m., um, our annual communication with the installation of officers for the ensuing year was in jeopardy because I believe per our Grand Lodge regulations, all Grand Lodge officers need to be installed by March 28th. Well, tomorrow, I believe, is the 23rd, and um, if they shut everything down, we can't get together and do that installation. So decision was made late last night that our annual communication which was uh, to be held on April 4th was going to happen today at 2 p.m. and I found out about this in an email last night because I'm supposed to be installed as the associate grand almoner for district 3 and I couldn't make it but our incoming grandmaster was on took the Facebook live this morning just to kind of tell everybody what was going on and you know I watched his Facebook live message and you know one of the concerns was that it's it's normally a a semi-public event Uh um, but because of our restrictions we couldn't be and he wanted to figure out a way to to stream it live on Facebook and on YouTube Um, and they were struggling with with understanding how to do that Uh, Uh so immediately when I saw his Facebook live video I called right worshipful brother George and said hey here's what's going on are you available can we can we get down to Stanford Connecticut for this installation and mm-hmm. and help out from a technology standpoint and to right worshipful brother George's credit he's like absolutely let's do it I'm available I'll drop what I'm doing um, reach out to him so I reached out to first our district three district three representative right worshipful brother Shane Dufresne mm-hmm. who gave me the incoming grandmaster's uh cell number and I called him and said hey look saw your Facebook live video this morning we can help you the Freemasons podcast can help you we have the technology we have Mm -hmm. the equipment we have the experience Mm -hmm. Uh, would you like us to come down there and and take care of this for you one less thing for you to worry about Mm -hmm. and uh, he agreed he said absolutely we'd love to have you come down Mm -hmm. so then I got back in touch with you and you were down there probably in about an hour hour 20 minutes and it's a 50 minute ride yeah from mm-hmm. where you were so mm-hmm. you came by here grabbed the equipment got down there yep and we were actually able to uh to pull it off and and help the grand lodge out and 
put together, we're going to be putting together a, a video package for them that will mm-hmm. go on the Connecticut Freemasons website. That's all tarwood, though. <laughs> yeah, and, <laughs> and, 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 and you know what? No, thank you for reminding that because while I was mm-hmm. after I reached out to you, mm-hmm. you know, I called uh, Worshipful Brother Ken and said, "Hey, this is what's going on. Mm-hmm. George is on his way down to do a, a live feed for the Grand Lodge installation. Can you be IT help desk?" Uh, can you be available if he mm-hmm. needs something? And he said, absolutely. I mean, realistically, it was a it was a very good collabor- collaboration of all the Masons. Uh, Brother Doug Barry, Barry I worship Brother Doug Barry, yep. was involved. Uh, Tarwood was there. You were involved in it. I was in. And even once- uh, now, now mm-hmm. past uh, most worshipful grandmaster, mm-hmm. uh, Mel Johnson, who was on the show mm-hmm. earlier this year, was involved in all this stuff as well. But it's. You know, it, so they wanted to go live at two o'clock. They wanted to do it. Uh, I think I got there at like one. I think I got there at like one fifty or so. And I think within. I think you were live by two fifteen. I was live by two fifteen, so yeah. I was able to put a mic up by the altar. Yep. I was able to to run my cables where I needed to run them. Their Wi-Fi was terrible. I thought ours was bad. <laughs> and then when once everybody started pulling out their camera phones and connecting to it, I'm yeah, like, oh man, and I'm crashed. watching. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I kind of, once the first video went down, you know, because we were still kind of refreshment at that point, not refreshment, we were kind of getting all geared up to go. I said, uh, hey, uh, uh, Grandmaster Elect, could you do me a favor and tell everybody to not be on the Wi-Fi? Right, right. <laughs> and I was able to to bump the bandwidth up to like speed of 10. Yeah, but and it worked. It, it, it hung for great. a while and then it crashed and then it hung for a while and it crashed yeah. and then it finally stayed on for the third time, which... My computer is a true Freemason. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and, it, it, you know, and, it, and as the uh, current most worshipful grandmaster, Stephen Petrie, put it, you know, he uh, thanked us at the end. And he's like, look, they, yeah. they came through. This is what Masons do. This yeah, is what brothers do. Yeah, a big do. shout out. He absolutely did. And if anybody wants to see that video, you can go over to Connecticut Freemasons, their Facebook page. Yep. And the videos are up there. Again, uh, Tarwood's going to work his, his magic fingers. and His uh, Borg. Or his, sorry, his, Korg, as we're calling it. <laughs> Korg? Is that what we're with? Yeah. <laughs> um, he's going to work his magic and, and get that up there. And um, So do you want to tell your joke about it, at least? That you put in the group me, the picture. Oh, so, um, <laughs> you know, as, as some of our longtime listeners uh-huh. know that we may not have always been the favorite <laughs> child um, in Connecticut Freemasonry. So as I'm making these phone calls and, and trying to, right, to, right. to get everything set up, it reminded me of that scene from uh, Empire Strikes Back where Lando Calrissian, right before they walk into the banquet room where Darth Vader and Boba Fett are waiting, mm-hmm. he looks at Han and Leia and Chewie and says, I just made a deal that'll keep the Empire out of here for good. <laughs> and, and, that, and I posted that on our, uh, our, our group me chat. Um, so Ken was the one who actually told me about it first, right? So I'm, I'm like, he's like, did you see what Joe posted? I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> I'm like, I can only imagine. And then he's like, no, look at the group me. And I looked yeah. at it, and I was in hysterics driving down the road, which it's I probably, it, for those who are watching, don't don't text and drive. It, it's No, I was pulled over at a rest stop at the time. Um, but it's, uh, and it wasn't one of those typical New Jersey rest stops. Um but it, it also made me think of the aftermath in Empire Strikes Back where, you know, Lando then has to look at Darth Vader and say, hey, this wasn't part of the deal. And right. Darth Vader looks at him and goes, I've altered the arrangements of the deal. 
pray <laughs> pray I do not alter it any further. I'm like, oh boy. Um, but no, it was a, it was a good thing. Like for those that, again that have that have listened for a while, um, you know, we we've had some struggles finding our way and making sure we were balancing things properly. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, to to make the quote unquote deal right um, <laughs> to help out Grand Lodge and and to actually hear the Grand Lodge of Connecticut and the the most worshipful Grand Master of Connecticut not only mention us but in a good way. By the way, podcast minion. There's a bottle over there. Can you grab it, please? Pretty please. Pretty please. Um, to not only have the the Grand Lodge acknowledge us and the most worshipful Grand Master um, mention us in a positive light. Um, you know what? Not for nothing that. That meant a lot to to me and wait no we're missing one no oh this is me yeah um you sure <laughs> Joking. Yeah. Uh, oh okay eh, whatever what we'll figure it out yeah. all right oh. we got uh we got i would say two toasts that we need to do um and these ones we have to do because uh we have to toast Miss Jennifer Wainwright, as well as today's most worshipful Grand Master, Ancient Free and Accepted Masons, the Grand Lodge of the State of Connecticut. Here we go. Oops. And we'll do it in two sips. Okay. <laughs> so we'll do uh, yeah, one can... toast. Don't fire it down your throat. You know what you want to do, so you lead these. All right. So, first one, to our, to our Skyping guest, Jennifer Wainwright of Triangles and Eastern Star. That was, uh, that was an awesome interview. It was yes, uh, a lot of information. Uh, the Skype feed kind of went a little silly at one point, but we powered through it and uh, got a lot of good information. So Absolutely. Girl power. Thank Hashtag her for, girl power. Thank you very much, Jen, for coming on. So, brother and ladies, right hand to arms. To arms. Ready. Ready. Aim. Aim. Fire. Good fire. Fire all. Together, brothers and ladies. Vivat, vivat, vivat. All right. And our last toast to our newly installed Grandmaster Ancient Free and Accepted Masons of the Grand Lodge of the State of Connecticut, Stephen Petrie. Yes. I don't know his middle name, so we're going to go with Stephen Petrie. Fairly certain Stephen J. Stephen J. I I believe it's J. You're going to have to announce it, not me. Oh boy, <laughs> that's true. I yeah. I will one day bring you the warm fraternal greetings. One day you will. The most, most worshipful grandmaster Stephen J. Petrie of the. I'll practice that later. Yeah, you'll work on it. So to our newly installed grandmaster Stephen Petrie, brother and ladies, right hand arms to arms. Ready, ready, aim, aim, fire, good fire, fire all. Together, brother. Vivat, vivat, vivat. Good thing there's no talking after you swallow it down, like with the exception of one. <laughs> that one kind of burned a little bit. So, but. Uh, I could go off, never mind. Very cool and uh, awesome. Sorry, Brother Ken, we had to dump you off the feed. Um, it didn't work out like it did in the community page last night when it was me, Ken, and uh, Brother Jim Trensky. Didn't work out very well, but. Uh, I want to thank uh, Jen again, as well as the Grand Lodge for their their wonderful shout out. Again, if you want to see the video that uh, the Freemasons podcast uh, went and did 
for the installation of officers of our Grand Lodge, you could slide over to Connecticut Freemasons Facebook page and it will be up there. Uh, Joe, yeah. shameless plug time. Oh, so join Patreon for as little as $3 a month. You can have exclusive access to Patreon broadcasts, Discord, FMP free chat on Discord, and also receive for a limited time a gold tone, the Freemasons podcast lapel pin, all for as little as $3 a month on Patreon. And you said it correctly, FMP. The listeners have spoken. The listeners you have spoken. You know what? But I got to bust you on I got to bust you on I got to bust on you for something. For something. All right. Because it wouldn't be me if I didn't. And it's going to be clean. It's still going to be G. Mm-hmm. But you and this whole Sun Tzu thing, you know, you're on there claiming victory. Like it was like a battle or a war. Dude, everything's not a war. Everything's not a battle. You're not Sun Tzu. You're like 5'2". See what nicely like done. That? You like that? Very <laughs> nicely done. All right. <laughs> but, uh, but it, no, I have to give you a but. You know, but it, it is funny though. If you go on the uh, the page, I posted a nice little OCC, Pauly Senior, Pauly Junior article. That was funny, actually. I seen that this morning. I woke up, so I had, had to do the drive back from Ohio this morning. I knew I was getting uh-huh. up early, so I went to bed at like eight thirty last night. I had a couple double IPAs that put me right out. Boom. Bed. Always does. And. Um, but then I woke up at like 2.30 and couldn't go back to sleep. And that's when I saw this email that the installation was moved to 2 o'clock today. And uh, and then I just started thinking. And I saw your post about the victory. I'm like, how do I take a shot at him without taking a shot at him? I have spoken. Yes, I saw that too. So now you're like equating yourself to a drunk Nick Nolte, but that's okay. Um, now, see, I left that door open for you. Because do you remember the height of that guy in The Mandalorian? The little guy who said, uh, I have spoken. Yeah. No, you said you left the door open. I just wasn't sure if it's the front door or the back door. Ha ha. The, um, no, I left the door open for making no, I jokes. Know. And nobody picked up on Dude, it. Dude, it was 2.30 in the morning. Like, I'm like, wow. I left the door wide open for anybody who wanted to poke fun at that. And I got silence. So, yeah. Well, like I, I went win. to bed. Like I said, I went to bed early. Um... And I've actually been actually really trying to be nice to you lately. I don't know why. I know. I appreciate yeah, it. Because we're, we're better together than apart. Um, I truly believe that. <laughs> All right. What do you say? Shut All it right, down. Shut it down. Bad enough. All, All right. right. So for the Freemasons podcast, I am one of your hosts, right? Worship Brother George Mudry. And Worship Brother Joe signing off. Have a good night, everyone. Good night, everybody. <laughs>